Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee Unleashed podcast. My name is Alec and I am your host um, where we talk about coffee business and everything in between. Uh, Today we are excited uh, to be continuing our series uh, where we get to highlight uh, some of our wholesale partners and the partnership that they have with us. Uh, Really excited uh, to be able to do that today. Uh, But before we dive in, um, I wanted to remind you guys all to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play, uh, as well as shoot us an email at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com. We would love to answer your questions as well as potentially feature you or uh, another uh, guest recommendation. Uh, We love having guests on our podcast and would love to uh, feature who you guys would love to hear from. So uh, make sure and do that if you haven't. um, And uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Yeah. So today we are excited to have a member of the fish hook team uh, here from uh, technically Carmel ish area. I think we just acquired you maybe. Um, Maybe. (laughs) uh, But we have Shayla here from uh, Fishhook. Excited to have you here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So um, I've known Shayla for a long time. Um, If you've listened to a lot of other episodes of ours, um, you know that uh, I have a pastoral background, uh, ministry background. So Shayla and I met uh, years ago um, in uh, different ministry facets. Uh, She works at Fishhook, which uh, works with a lot of uh, nonprofits and, and churches uh, around the country um, to build their brand and uh, and build a, uh, a business around what they're called to do. So um, pumped to have her. She, they're also uh, one of our uh, first uh, wholesale clients uh, from years ago as well. So um, they've, uh, they've seen the great improvement in our coffee from the early, early days to uh, where we are today. So uh, we're always thankful to have our longtime uh, partners with us. So um, I know you mentioned before you, you're not the one who orders the coffee. No, no. Um, I am the one who drinks it, though. That's right. <laughs> uh, so um, I'd love to hear uh, sort of your coffee ritual at Fish Hook is, you know, what do you do when you come in, yeah. that type of thing. Well, um, I'm a person who puts um, creamer into my coffee, so some people might hate that, right, <laughs> who are listening to this. But um, I love a good cup of coffee to start my morning, just in the morning, just one cup. But um, I love to come into Fish Hook and... Um, connect with my team, hear about their evenings, um, hear about their weekends over a cup of coffee. I feel like coffee is more than just the actual beverage that gives you caffeine in the morning, but um, it brings people together and have a good time chatting together with it. So, yeah, and yeah. I think, uh, so to give some context into that, uh, for you all that haven't been to Fishhook mm-hmm. yet, um, it's in a farmhouse, yeah. uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, very similar if you've been to Indie Coffee as far as mm-hmm. uh, the rehabbing of, a, yeah. of an older house. Um, but uh, very family environment, which Absolutely. is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think it's natural to share coffee together and um, and do that regularly. That's right. Yep. We love it. Um, and it just makes the house smell good too when you walk That's in right. in the morning. So yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So share, uh, share with us a little bit about what you, um, what you do at fish hook, um, and, uh, and what that looks like regularly. And, and, uh, yeah. Sure. So fish hook is a full service communications agency, like you said, that partners alongside churches and ministries to help them communicate more effectively. And so, my role at Fishhook is um, I'm the director of business development, and so I get to have the first phone calls with churches, um, church leaders, 
um, when they are experiencing some sort of communication struggle, um, I can listen to what their what their needs are and then go, all right, well, our fishhook team can help you um, kind of you know make hurdles with those things, uh, jump over hurdles with those mm. things um, by some of the services that we provide. And so, um, yeah, I love that I get to have the first phone calls to hear um, what someone needs and then offer them what our services are. So our services, like you mentioned, um, coaching and consulting around communications, branding, um, just normal graphic design needs, uh, website development, social media help, video photography, pretty much every way you communicate in mm-hmm. um, today, uh, our team does that just with yeah. churches. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's um, a definite, obviously, there's a big need for it. You guys mm-hmm. are growing a lot uh, and uh, and continuing to impact a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the good part about that is um, helping people focus on what their goals are mm-hmm. um, because uh, even in, you know, our sense, the, the profit world or mm-hmm. retail world, um, you know, different cafes maybe on paper mm-hmm. are supposed to have the same goals or whatever. Um, or from the outside maybe, but mm-hmm. um, when you have different individuals, every you know every leadership team is different, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know where they want to take their company mm-hmm. or whatnot uh, is different. So, how do you um, you know in that initial conversation get to get down into really what they're looking for? And yeah, I mean, we usually, I mean, if I have an initial conversation with someone from a church, a leader at a church. Um, you know, they they might be an hour conversation, but the first 45 minutes are all just really listening. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with what Fishhook is, what we do, and why. It's it's more about listening to their needs. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think our team at Fishhook, there's nine of us. Um, I believe that we are good listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to hear what they need instead of what we think they, mm-hmm. they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we might be able to offer them something that sure. we have, but it's all about being customized based on the needs of that church, that particular ministry. And so, um, yeah, asking a bunch of questions is really important. Um, getting to know them specifically, um, hearing about their ministry goals mm-hmm. and needs, so then we can offer our services to that. So I hope that answered your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, and I think... You know, obviously, with us at at ICR, um, you know, we have our retail environment. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that, you know, you can. Some of that is, is sort of prescribed already through mm-hmm. a through a menu and whatnot. So there's, uh, but there's still some of that customization that yeah. comes into play. Uh, but for us, you know, where that translates a lot is our, you know, our wholesale relationships mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. those partnerships. Um, and, you know, we've seen over the last couple of years how important it is to value what they value mm-hmm. or value, you know, what what partner you're right. you're looking at, mm-hmm. um, because there's a you know, they have to need to come to you for something outside of what they can get on the Internet or, you know. Yeah. And I think it's the relationship based, yeah. too. I mean. Uh, we can buy coffee at other places, yeah. but we don't because we love having yeah. uh, someone local, someone mm-hmm. who cares about us as people and our business. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the relationship piece about that is is huge. And mm-hmm. I think even in your environments, you know, in your in your coffee shop here, mm-hmm. like the the environment that you create for mm-hmm. people to come to is important because it feels like it, you care about the person, you care about what their needs are. Um, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. So no matter what business yeah. it is. So. Yeah, and I think you know, as as small businesses specifically, try to walk through 
you know, the for not to timestamp this too much, but we just celebrated or were a part of Black Friday mm-hmm. uh, in the retail world um, and to battle the Cyber Monday yeah, or whatever right. you call it. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, smaller businesses and I mean, even in mm-hmm. your your guys's sense, there's, you know, companies out there that do the cookie cutter brand work or consulting right. that, right. you know, you can sign up for a subscription and, sure. and get, you know, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. And, and same for us, you know, mm-hmm. you can download the mobile app and, sure. and get your order and walk in and walk out. You know, there's not that. But um, I think that, you know, if that is your goal, then run after that mm-hmm. with all the resources you can, mm-hmm. but understand it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's not your goal and if it's to, you know, do some of that relationship building, mm-hmm. then I think you almost just have to double down on that right. and not mm-hmm. um, not deviate. I know mm-hmm. that from working in church and now in the for-profit world, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people get scared of uh, the process, like, you know, numbers start, start to mm-hmm. dip down and you're wondering, did you make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've said for a long time, you know, trust the process. Um, you know, you can't, you, we thought so long about our mission mm-hmm. and vision. Why is a one month of bad sales right. going to deviate, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, y- yeah. Your mission and vision is still the same. And for us as an agency, the agency life is kind of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And just because one month is, is lower than the next doesn't mean that, you know, you have to blow everything up yeah. and start again or do something different. It's just stay the course sometimes. Keep it, like you said, worth the process. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's build the relationships. Yeah. And that's, that's why I think it's so important to have a mission and vision that mm-hmm. you can't deviate from right. or mm-hmm. won't, um, because it's sort of who you are and it's too important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, because I think it's important to remember that through that whole season, there will be you know, ups and downs and there will mm-hmm. be positives and negatives mm-hmm. and there will be times where it looks like, did you make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Maybe you did, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you throw everything out. No, no. Um, you just make adjustments wherever yeah. you need to. Yeah, yeah and I think that um, continually fine-tuning what that looks like um, is important. Constantly and, innovating, yeah. Constantly trying to be creative with what you're doing and making yeah. those small small tweaks yeah. along the way. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, my wife and I have gone to, it's called creative mornings, mm-hmm. yeah. creative mm-hmm. sort of get together. And they always say everyone's creative mm-hmm. in their mantra. Um, you know, I think people, especially in the business world, they think that, you know, well, fish hooks creative right. there. They do art stuff uh-huh. and graphic and yep. whatever they do that. I'm not. Uh, but you know, creative problem solving is at the core, I think, of really humans in general. Yeah. Um, and whether it's putting spreadsheets together or right. <laughs> a solving a you know storage room issue or you know things like that um, that may not feel creative, mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for those ways, I think, are important too. Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's what is talk about teams too. Working as a team, I'm not a graphic designer. You don't want me. Mm-hmm making anything for any of our clients but um project management and big picture strategy like that's my that's Mm -hmm. my skill set and so Mm -hmm. working with a team that is skilled at different places um working together makes you know better product for for our clients yeah so so you guys uh have been in transition for Mm -hmm. a little bit um but you know 
with growth comes that, mm -hmm. uh, like you said, sort of fine tuning. Uh, and you mentioned a little bit of obviously you guys work with, you know, large, very large churches, mm -hmm. you know, from a numerical standpoint, mm -hmm. all the way down to churches with much smaller yep. budgets. Um, so we look at that the same way from a business end. Um, but what type of, you know, you mentioned project management mm -hmm. and that through transition and things. Um, what type of stuff do you recommend to avoid the, you know, firefighter syndrome? Mm -hmm. That's classic and for us, very classic in retail. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're surviving day by day sometimes, yeah. and it can be hard to do that. Yeah, I mean, for us, from a business development standpoint, I would just go from there from that point because that's that's my role at mm -hmm. Fishhook. Um, I just continue to stay diligent mm -hmm. when um, when I feel like oh maybe the numbers aren't matching up what I, we'd hoped for. Mm -hmm. um, staying diligent in, again in the process. Um, so sometimes it's being creative about some new things that you could be doing. Um, so for us, because we are a creative team, mm -hmm. we like, again, not even just because you are a graphic designer, yeah. but other, like you said, everyone's creative, mm -hmm. um, paying attention to what's happening in our world and what's happening with people and how they're interacting with your company is helpful for us to go, all right, what, what new things can we be offering to, to our clients? What new, um, ways can we um, even tweak just some of our processes that mm -hmm. we're working on with the church mm -hmm. um, uh, to better serve them mm -hmm. uh, in a sense. And so e even just this year, uh, we realized how important team health and culture is mm -hmm. in a uh, really any business setting, yeah. but in a, for us, a, a church setting, yeah. uh, teams that work better together um, have a better job of marketing mm -hmm. out, outside. Mm -hmm. And so um, we made that a new service. Like we've been doing some of that um, that coaching around team health and culture for a long time um, in our 17 year history mm -hmm. at Fishhook, but we actually labeled it as a service and mm -hmm. said, hey, um, our clients need this. Mm -hmm. And so for us staying nimble in those ways um, has been has been helpful for us mm -hmm. too, so yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you touched on the, just understanding those needs and understanding mm -hmm. that the culture plays such a big mm -hmm. part. Um, I think, you know, understanding that there's ebbs and flows mm -hmm. through it and understanding, I think figuring out that, um, you have to stay true to, um, uh, even like you said, your job, mm -hmm. like what your job mm -hmm. is, um, and then trust the people That's there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's very classic in cafes or, or, or other small businesses mm -hmm. sort of taking pride in the fact that you still, our manager or working the bar or, mm -hmm. you know, closing the shop or mm -hmm. things like that. And, you know, we've said from the beginning that we hope to continually eliminate that out of the ownership's job. Mm -hmm. Not that we don't want to be present, um, but we know that we need to be doing other things. Um, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting piece. So for, for me, I've, I wear multiple hats at Fisher because mm -hmm. we are a we're a small business uh -huh. and so we can't have all the staff people do all the things, and so I've had to eliminate some of my hats mm -hmm. um, over time mm -hmm. so that I can have more impact in the in yeah. the ways that I'm more gifted, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, but what I will say about that is, um, 
I've noticed that if I stay connected a bit to the actual work that our team is doing and I'm doing some of that, Mm -hmm. it helps me understand how to connect with the people in which I'm trying to sell to basically. And so I love wearing that, even though it's a small hat Mm -hmm. now, I still love wearing the hat of like interacting with our clients Mm -hmm. uh, because I think it keeps me a little more fresh Mm -hmm. to know like what is actually happening in the trenches. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a terrible way to say that. There's no trenches in Mm -hmm. it, but um it helps me keep connected to the business yeah. when I get to have just a little piece of mm-hmm. I'm going to do the work as well. Yeah. So. yeah. And it's always, it's always funny when for us, when, um, they, you know, our staff is so obviously well-trained and, and all of that <laughs> to do their job. Um, and then we come in and try to help and we are almost like, well, just let me do it. I'd, I can handle it. I'm like, you're a little slower than me, uh, which is always funny to see that like change uh-huh. because, you know, I or the rest of yeah. our owners trained all of them uh-huh. and now they're, you know, right. over where we are. Um, and it's just funny to mm-hmm. see that sort of take place yep. again. Um, you know, it's a we, cool thing though. I mean, it's, yeah. it shows that you're growing your business in a way that's positive and healthy yeah. when that happens. Well, and I think the, big part with that is not holding on to that too much Mm -hmm. you know saying well no i can still hang with everybody (laughs) or you know i can because i I think it just comes that down to that that you you know you need to do your job Mm -hmm. so that they can do their job you know Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you're not doing yours they're not you know replacing you up there or or in another in another mode so uh, anytime you take that Mm-hmm. Away, you know, um, I always say, and it's silly, but I always say, like, you, you know, anytime I do the dishes, I'm happy to do them, but anytime I do them, I'm taking away an opportunity for you to do mm-hmm. your job, yeah. you know, which is sounds silly, mm-hmm. um, but you know, that's what I'm calling them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as a manager or a supervisor, or whatever, mm-hmm. if you do that over time, you know, it's a learned habit at that point so they'll start to shift they're like you're talking project management they'll Mm -hmm. start to shift their stuff away because they're like well they always do that so (laughs) i don't need to do it anymore i'll you know do something else um i've tried to get into a habit of saying um i think i learned this at like a you know leadership summit mm -hmm. or something i was part of and um try to I try to always say when someone asks me a question now, like, well, what do you think? Like, yeah. What is, how, how do you answer that yeah, yeah. question? Um, because 99% of the time, the team answers the mm-hmm. question exactly how I yep. would have. And yep. so um, empowering them more to make mm-hmm. those decisions, they don't really need me for those mm-hmm. things anymore. So um, again, our team is very smart and yeah. they make great decisions. So I never have to worry. About yeah, it. <laughs> it is very interesting to see, uh, I mean, so not that I'm a veteran in parenting, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's interesting to see those obviously dynamics, mm-hmm. but, um, the security blanket mm-hmm. in the work world is very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also almost like the latchkey parent is very real too. in the, right. in that world where, you know, there, your staff has graduated and moved on, but you still want to like, mm-hmm. you know, be a part of something and um but your role is different now Mm um and uh yeah i mean i've it's been really interesting to talk with my team and say you know uh well what do you think about it Mm -hmm. or do you need me for this Mm -hmm. that's always um 
I get that a lot of like, <laughs> um, do you want to be in on this meeting or something? Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you want me to be in on this meeting? Because I don't need to be, but if you want me in, I will. But yeah. you know, and that's always interesting because they tend to they tend to think that we just want to be involved or we just want to be included or which mm-hmm. is nice, um, but it's not a you know obviously when the management team or owners or founders or whatever are in the room, especially with the outside mm-hmm. people, uh, the outside people always look to the highest rank right. yep. person. So it can sometimes you know mm-hmm. uh, devalue some of the work that yeah. they've done, um, which I know can sometimes you know as you've gone through this transition, mm-hmm. your guys's founder has, yeah. has stepped out, um, and that. You know, obviously him stepping out being very wise in that transition mm-hmm. and, and understanding like it, it's his time to do that. Uh, but a lot of founders don't do that. That's you know, right, a yeah. lot of them hold on either just because they don't want to leave or right. uh, a lack of trust or maybe the team isn't competent enough to handle it. Um, but I know that that can always, that that is always difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, Our founder did a really great job of, always empowering um, kind of the next generation mm-hmm. of leaders always has done a great job of that. And sometimes I'm like, oh, he would, you know, hand off some uh, response, business development. I'll give this as an mm-hmm. example. This was, um, I don't know, six-ish years ago maybe. And I I love sales and business development. I don't feel like it's sales. It's just really understanding yeah. what someone's needs are and yeah. saying, all right, we can help you with that. Mm-hmm. For me, it doesn't feel like I'm, you know, a sleazy sales yeah, yeah, person. Sure. I don't know how to say that yeah. in a nice way. But um, anyway... Um, he kind of just gave it to me and mm-hmm. said, all right, if you want to do this, then you can run with it. And so kind of, you know, he, he trained me and sure. shared some insights, of course, but um, I was always super impressed with the empowerment part of that. And so I want to be that kind of a leader that goes, hey, you can do that. Mm. And my, your, my team is amazing. So absolutely, you can do that. You can make decisions and you are empowered to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't need me for that mm-hmm. anymore. And mm-hmm. so... Um, that's the kind of leader I want to be yeah. in a small business. Um, because if you don't do that, you kind of stay stagnant. You have yeah. to grow. You have to do new things mm-hmm. and in order to continue growing as a business. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I, I've talked about it before, but it's, it's a definite like mental game that you mm-hmm. play in your own head. Because, you know, on paper when it happens, you're like, yeah, you can do that. But in the back of your <laughs> right. head, you're like, oh, I don't want to give <laughs> that up. Or I don't, you know, I like that they need me around or, uh, um, I can do it faster. As yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, but I can do it easier, quicker, yeah. or, you know, uh, but if they don't work those muscles, then they're not yeah. going to grow into those things. So, yeah. And it's, <laughs> we always look at it like there's a reason that we have a team, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason that we have the four owners that we do, the reason that we have the team underneath. Uh, that we do um, if we as owners do all the work we need to stop paying the team underneath <laughs> us you right. know because um, then they're just a liability not really a, you know an asset at all mm-hmm. um, and so that's why as well as they're you know not being fed they're not being developed they're you know most of the time they'll end up leaving for mm-hmm. a better leader mm-hmm. that will equip them but um, yeah I mean I know that's a that's too what I feel like is always a, a tough spot to be in as the, uh, I don't want to call them like C-level, but like the owner or manager or whatever, mm-hmm. or department heads or something. Um, because only people at that level understand that like 
you know, mental game that goes mm-hmm. on. Um, I would say, I mean, anytime we, anytime you do loosen the grip, though, mm-hmm. I think you'd be surprised. Like, I think more surprised than than not, someone's going to do something really great mm-hmm. because they feel like you've given them a, I don't know, a different level of respect. I don't know if respect is the right word, but a different level of it's care. Trust, yeah, I mean, a yeah. trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't want to let you down either. Mm-hmm. So um, I would encourage people to loosen the grip where yeah. you can small business owners loosen yeah the grip. yeah yeah um it makes a big difference yeah and i mean obviously the biggest deal with you know storefronts or even you know small businesses mm-hmm. in general as uh, owners and founders and, and managers being overworked mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it comes from themselves mm-hmm. you know especially if they're the ones setting the systems up it's different if you're a franchise or something where you right. have uh, something different but if you're if you're the small business and you have the ability to change systems uh, being overworked mm-hmm. isn't you know the customers aren't forcing you to do anything you know mm-hmm. we're open when we're open because we want to be if we mm-hmm. shorten our hours that's our choice the cut you know things will happen and the market changes and whatnot but um, if if you're burned out then you have to make the choice to mm-hmm. change that um, and not let your business just sort of do it for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've always wrestled with that of like, and obviously I've, I've hit those edges of that <laughs> before and, um, you know, opening a store and doing mm-hmm. all those things, you didn't feel like you had other options, mm-hmm. but, um, I always encourage people, you know, make, uh, and my old coworker would have me do this, make a list of five things you need to do and uh, cross out two and that's a pretty amazing yes (laughs) and it's just you feel like those five Mm -hmm. are the most important thing you can do but what happens if you cross a couple of them out probably nothing's going nothing's gonna go wrong yeah (laughs) and what you know what usually happens is you're you're happier Mm -hmm. um less pressure as well as maybe you put more focus on those pieces that you do want to get done pick a priority or two and make a bigger impact with those things yeah yeah and i was reading a book a while back and they talked about the word priority mm-hmm. and priority was always singular in language when mm-hmm. it was built mm-hmm. but americans add the word added the S- grammar I-E-S. of s yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in other cultures with the s it, there's no word for that in other languages mm-hmm. it's always singular mm-hmm. um and so i always thought that was interesting that interesting. um you know, we always talk about prioritize properly, make, mm-hmm. you know, change things around, do, you know, but, you know, if, if you can only really have one mm-hmm. singular drive, which is most of the time the case, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can have things you do, but things, the thing you focus on is usually one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I always thought that was interesting too. What things do you have to like shed off to get to that yep. thing that you really want to run mm-hmm. after? Um and I know through transition and through um, changes and you know new roles and whatnot that it's always moving and changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that piece you shared of you know, do you need me here? Do you mm-hmm. want? Do you want me here? Do you you know asking them? I think we forget like you you talk with all your clients. What do you need? What mm-hmm. do you you know? But managers sometimes don't do that internally. Internally, yeah. I mean, that's part of the team health and culture piece, too. It's, you know, how do you interact with your teams um, so that they're, again, they kind of do their best job mm-hmm. um, at, 
what they're skilled to do mm-hmm. um, versus what I'm skilled to do. And mm-hmm. so um, really lean into that team. And culture makes a big difference. When, when, our, when my team knows that they can trust me um, with you know, things that they wouldn't just share with normal people, like they can trust me with things, they know that I have their best interests. And mm-hmm. so um, they can share hard news with me mm-hmm. or they can share hard stuff with me and we're going to work through it to a solution with mm-hmm. them. So, um, yeah, your, your team health is it's huge. It's a big deal. It's, I think it's, if you want to succeed in anything, I think that's the first piece um, to getting other things right in a small mm-hmm. business. Yeah. So. And I would heavily encourage other managers, owners, department heads or whatnot, find people too that, you know, you can share, walk through these things with, mm-hmm. because, you know, as we've talked about, you know, your staff looks at you and every little thing that you do is not, you hopefully not criticized, but it's definitely evaluated. Mm-hmm. Um, every, how the emails you send or how you interact or, or what things are shared or maybe how you react to an outside thing, Mm -hmm. um, is always evaluated. So there's a definite distance there, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. Um, but it can definitely feel like uh, you're in a silo and no one feels this way Mm -hmm. or no one knows what we're going through or, you know, um, and that's what, you know, why we like to talk about it openly here Mm -hmm. as well as, um, you know, be as transparent as we can. Um, because obviously, you know, you guys are working with pastors and Mm -hmm. and other nonprofit leaders. Uh, the head pastors or lead guys, those are the ones that tend to feel the burnout the most, uh, because no one is really a peer for Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Um, so that can always be be tough mm-hmm. um, to, to sort of walk through. Yeah, I think uh, some of the things that I kind of just try to model, again, I'm not sharing like, yeah. oh, you need to watch me do this, yeah. but I hope I'm modeling um, for my team often is flexibility too. Mm-hmm. I think um, leaders who are flexible and not super rigid and like, mm-hmm. here's the process or here's the thing we need to do. Or I mean, if we can model flexibility, yeah. I think our teams will then hopefully be flexible mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so again, when they have a decision to make, they can be empowered and be flexible mm-hmm. in the dis- in in the solutions they come up with. Yeah. Um, you know, schedules, any piece of flexibility is important. So mm-hmm. for me, I feel like I'm trying to model flexibility mm-hmm. so um, our team feels like they're empowered to have yeah. that too. Yeah, it's that balance of, you know, they're doing a job mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. but they're also humans you know Absolutely people they are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always why they say you know in factory settings and whatnot it's much cheaper to hire a machine than mm-hmm. an individual maybe it doesn't necessarily get the work done as well mm-hmm. uh, but you're not working through you know emotions or mm-hmm. you know sadness or families right. or you know yep. but obviously you know in these different settings we've chosen to work alongside people for a reason mm-hmm. and um, and the value that they can bring um, but you know, you have to think through the things that you have to walk with them through and, mm-hmm. uh, and navigate through and, um, and how that comes into play. And we value that. I mean, at Fishhook, our, I mean, we always say that the, the work we do, um, is, is not as important as our families sure. and, and our, and our church and, you know, our marriages, like those things are more important. Mm-hmm. And so that means that those have to be priorities, mm-hmm. um, for us. And so, um, the work is important too, but. Yeah. Um, we value people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we say whole people, like our mm-hmm. internal value is all about being a whole person. Mm-hmm. And so that's your home life, that's your work mm-hmm. life. Um, because we don't feel like there should be just a, a, 
you know, a line in the sand, like this is homework, this is home life mm-hmm. and this is work life. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of all intertwined yeah. really. And in small businesses, that's a lot of small businesses. Yeah. They, they have people and families who work together and, and friends who work together. Uh-huh. And so that's, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. um, is a big piece to a lot of small businesses. Yeah. It's so. just, uh, I mean, everyone is holistic in mm-hmm. their approach. Yep. Um, compartmentalization is tough Mm -hmm. and obviously there's levels of professionalism and things like that that come into play Mm -hmm. always um but you know when you guys are bringing people in you're not only modeling it but you hire people that also value family because there's people that don't that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily Mm -hmm. a core value for them um so uh you know we look at that the same way that you know, we're serving customer service mm-hmm. is always the most important mm-hmm. thing and interacting with our customers with a great product. Um, but giving them a positive experience mm-hmm. is always priority. And as managers and owners, you know, our job is to equip them to do that, mm-hmm. um, not to do it for them or, um, but equip them to do the job well. And that means, you know, navigating through Mm -hmm. PTO and family stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, emotion level and, you know, them being burned out or not feeling right. Or, Mm -hmm. um, that's, um, that's what happens when you're in a department head or manager or owner position. Um, we get the question a lot of like, should I open a coffee shop or be an owner? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you need to be good at hr and you gotta be a people person yeah you gotta love (laughs) being around people and um and if you're cool with schedules and pto and family life and having 15 kids essentially (laughs) not not that they're children but um expanding your family Mm -hmm. and in that type of way um then you're on board for it Mm -hmm. but if you think it's just going to be you know ringing people up and making coffee you know it's very different than that being a leader i think that's a uh what people don't realize sometimes it's more than just like you know calling the shots and mm-hmm. you know being the person in charge yeah. um it's really about it's really about managing people and mm-hmm. and more empathetic to people yeah. and i think i think some of the best leaders we have are people who um are empathetic to people mm-hmm. and understanding their needs and working with them to inspire them to be the best person mm-hmm. they can be at at home mm-hmm. at work you know all the things yeah it's so. you know you got to show them that they're valuable yep because if you don't, you mm-hmm. might as well let them go. Yep, that's, that's right. You know, yeah, and I, I remind our our team and my team that a lot is mm-hmm. like you're not earning the job. I already gave it to you, mm-hmm. um, and if I didn't think you were valuable, mm-hmm. you I wouldn't be signing your paycheck anymore. That's, that's right. You know, <laughs> um, but we are, and we do see your value, yep. um, and you know, continually communicating that. Mm-hmm. Um, is important for people and you know obviously if there's people that aren't showing their value or mm-hmm. or you don't value anymore uh it's important to make the hard calls of that's right yeah eliminating and and going from and there. coaching in the midst of all that i mean yeah. one of we say a phrase at fish like you and your work matter because mm-hmm. we do feel like you matter yeah, yeah. your work matters yeah. and sometimes there are hard conversations to have and mm-hmm. um i think that's all that's part of being a leader too having hard conversations that maybe are uneasy sometimes but um helping someone grow um, and learn is important. Um, And so, I mean, hard conversations are not bad. They're Mm -hmm. not like, they just are hard because we have to say sometimes hard things. It doesn't mean it's bad or, um, you know, conflict is not bad. Um, It just gets us to a better spot. Uh Well, yeah, and it's, we we understand that in like 
working out or you know mm-hmm. tension and friction if you you know didn't you know you just moved your arms yeah. for a while it'd take a lot longer to <laughs> right. gain any strength as well as you have to continually push that resistance mm-hmm. up more yeah. and more you know you can't can't use the same dumbbell for three years right. that you used to use mm-hmm. um, and i think that's important too that you know tension and friction is what brings you know quality mm-hmm. and strength and if there's not you know a, a lot of people avoid conflict because it's difficult mm-hmm. and hard and there's tension mm-hmm. but tension brings growth and that's right expansion and, and i feel like because i mean if you have a good relationship with your employees mm-hmm. um your staff um if they know you care mm-hmm. then those hard conversations are are good things mm-hmm. like it's not a threat like they yeah. know that you still care for them and you value them yeah. um but it, it is really just to grow them and mm-hmm. i think if you have a good relationship with your staff they they get that yeah they get that yeah yeah and i think you know it's you know you can't just be the friend mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. And you can be if that's what you want to be, but you know you have to mm-hmm. know those limitations and and what's going to come from that. Uh, I always say there's you know every decision you make. I don't believe that there's necessarily any bad or good decisions. You know our world maybe say one is bad mm-hmm. or good, but you know decisions are just that, and then mm-hmm. there's consequences that come from that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you weigh those. You know, like we talked about burnout. Mm-hmm. You know, we could choose to close an extra day Mm -hmm. a week if we feel like that would help with a burnout situation or something we understand the consequences would be a loss in sales and you know losing customers Mm -hmm. potentially or whatnot but do you value you know your mental health over that Mm -hmm. just you know neither one is good or bad it's you know it's just choices that you need Mm -hmm. to make um, and helping and equipping your staff to make those choices letting them know that neither one is bad they just are what you can choose, are, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's consequences to all of them. Um, That's right. But walking through that, I think is, is just important for them to understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. Uh, well, thanks a ton for sure chatting a little bit and, and jumping on board. Um, if they, if people are interested in fish hook and whatnot, how can they get in touch with you guys? Yeah. You can check out our website at fishhook.us. Um, two H's in there. F I S H H O O K dot U S. Um, or you can find us on Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, you know, all the places. Yeah, yeah. And we'll make sure to link that um, and Shayla's uh, information in the show notes as well. Um, and you guys can, uh, if you guys do have uh, any needs from, from a business sense, they're a great resource um, as well as they have a ton of stuff with their blog and all of that. Even if you're not a client of theirs, um, mm-hmm. tons of really great insight um, to learn how to how to better do all, uh, what you guys do. Um, yeah, so um, thanks so much for listening and uh, and jumping on board with us today. Um, as we shared, uh, we're coming up to episode 50, so uh, make sure and stay tuned for that. We've got some exciting stuff coming up as we hit that milestone, uh, as well as if you'd like to learn more about how to become a wholesale partner like Fishhook, uh, make sure and email us at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com. Uh, we'd love to get in touch and learn more. Um, and share anything we can, uh, as well as if you want to stay in touch with us uh, and our storefront here in Carmel, um, check out Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, where we drop all of our updates there uh, and everything you need to know. Uh, thanks again so much for being here. Thanks for having um, me. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. And remember to always enjoy your coffee unleashed. <laughs>